Like clockwork, this time of year, we're getting some premature firework explosions. People are just too excited to be lighting these bad boys off. And you know what? That leads into the inevitable 4th of July boom. So on this episode today, we are going to be covering what you should be doing in order to help your dog get through if they're having issues with fireworks. Let's get into it next. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get this week's episode going. Hey, everybody. I am Jake from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. We're an online course-driven website. Check us out, OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. You'll be able to schedule one-on-one appointments. We do have a course or two available. We're going to be putting out webinars. We're going to be putting a lot of information out there so you guys can get the help that you've been asking for and that you need and or, well, if you need, I should say. I'm not saying you need help, but if you need it, we're here for you guys, so definitely check us out on dogtrainingacademy.com. Uh, this episode this week is going to focus on the 4th of July, since that is, well, let's see, I'm shooting this June 15th, it'll be out tomorrow, June 16th, so we are, what, T-minus two and a half weeks away or so from the 4th of July, and it's insane to think it's already here. I feel like we just got through an absolute crappy spring. And it's just starting to warm up, and all of a sudden it's 4th of July, and then it's August, and then it's September, and then it kind of gets cold and stuff from there. But we are. We're here. We cannot stop time. So we're going to talk about what should we be doing to prepare for 4th of July, and on top of that, what you should be doing now because, like I mentioned in the beginning, people just get so excited to have these things that just explode in the air. And, you know, to a degree, I understand it. Completely understand it. Um... They're fun, but they light them off a little early. We had some in our neighborhood. They were lighting them off last weekend, and I'm like, "Yo, it's 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 early June. Like, can we just tap the brakes on the excitement of fireworks for a second? But no, they lit them off, and it was a good show. But uh, dogs didn't appreciate it. So that's what we're gonna talk about. What I want to lead into, and and this is gonna be a hot button topic in my opinion. I want to start by talking about something a pet peeve of mine. An absolute pet peeve of mine. Um, And I'm not saying this is going to pertain to everybody, but there is a group of people who just are these people, and it it drives me crazy. Um, Every year, this time of year, we're going to get people out there saying, don't light fireworks, don't do this, don't do that. It scares my dog. And, And I understand the argument of veterans and PTSD, and I feel for those people. But I know people who suffer PTSD because of fireworks. Or not because of fireworks, but caused when fireworks go off. And when I talk to them, they're prepared. And we'll get into what you should be doing, but they're prepared. They're ready to go. And a really big pet peeve of mine is the people who every year, and I see these same people every year, they're out there saying, my dog's terrified of fireworks. My dog runs away when the fireworks go off. My dog hides under the couch. My dog does all these different things. Don't light fireworks off. I get it. I get it's uncomfortable, and I get it's uncomfortable for your dog. But we need to face the facts that it's not going to stop. We're not going to stop people from lighting fireworks as long as it's legal. And Well, hell, where I live, it's not even legal. But the state next to us, 
couple states around us it is legal and so they're going to be lighting fireworks off people are going to get fireworks they're going to light them off they're going to explode it's going to make a lot of noise we need to accept that that is just part of our culture that is part of our life and we instead of complaining and i'm fine with voicing our opinions and saying we should educate people but i do think a lot of people understand that this is something that doesn't always go well for for veterans or for for ptsd people and for of course pertaining to this episode dogs but at the same time is it fair to tell them you shouldn't do something because it makes somebody else uncomfortable i feel like that's a very slippery slope so i always i'm always under the uh idea or the mentality that i'm going to take measures into my own hand and i'm going to be prepared and i'm going to do everything i can to make sure that my dog is comfortable when these things are going to go off because even my own dog he was and i've talked about this a lot in previous episodes my dog since that thunderstorm july 19th 2019 since then my dog has had a almost a ptsd style fear of thunder fireworks and high wind and that is because we had a giant storm come through softball size hail forty thousand dollars worth of damage to our house broken windows broken roof broken garage doors you name it it broke on our house and it was terrifying for him. He, he, he worked through it, but it was terrifying for him. So now when storms and fireworks and loud winds and stuff start to come, it triggers him. He gets nervous. He gets panty. But because we have radars, because we have weather forecasts, and I know we can't always trust the weather people, but damn it, who else can we trust about what's possibly coming? We have to at least assume so we have weather people, we know the dates, we know fireworks are, are a possibility. So I feel like we have opportunities to prepare ourselves and be ready. So I'm okay with, with education, but I don't like when people get rudely upset with people who light fireworks off. Look, it's it's their choice, it's their right, let's let them do it. Um, and let's make ourselves prepared. Now I did, a, I did an episode and I actually put out a flyer thing. Uh, if you don't follow us on On Dog Training Academy's Facebook page, I also put it on this podcast page as well, um, the Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast Facebook page. But it basically, it was literally July 5th I put this out. And I said, happy July 5th. The day you start training your dog or working with your dog to be prepared for July 4th this year. This is what I'm talking about. So if you're just now going, well, I should probably start to train my dog, you're too late. If your dog has a big enough fear of fireworks, I don't want to say you shouldn't start training them because I think starting now is better than nothing, but don't expect your dog through two weeks of training or two and a half weeks of training to suddenly be fine if they were afraid of fireworks or thunder or whatever. I'd rather have you start to develop a plan on what am I going to do to make sure my dog is safe, to make sure my dog is happy to the best of our abilities. So first thing is train your dogs now for next year's 4th of July. Get them going you can sit there and you can be upset at people for lighting fireworks off but honestly we have to be doing our part as well and working with our dogs as best we can and i know there's dogs who people like well i've tried and tried and tried my dog just will not overcome well you know there are meds for this there are meds and and i don't get paid by these people but uh super snouts is a cbd some chill something tablet chewable thing i give luda um on the onset of storms and it actually we we just tried it this year um, because we kind of plateaued in our training where he was getting better, but he just wasn't quite there. So I'm like, let's try this. I, I'd rather try this than going to, uh, um, going to the vet and getting some sort of, you know, Prozac or something for my dog. 
I would rather try this instead. So I tried these gummy, these chewy gummies. I keep calling them gummies. Um, I, I tried these chews, and I really noticed a difference in Luda's um, tolerance. Now, it wasn't perfect. Uh, he tolerated a ton of the storm. He tolerated the wind, the rain, um, medium-range thunder. Now, the storm went over the top of us, and it got really loud when it came to thunder and stuff. Then it affected him. The big crash, that giant crash that startles even most people, that put him over the top a little bit, but he came out of it quick too, which I liked. So Super Snouts make something that I, I feel like it's working. Um, like I said, I've only tried it once, I think, and we noticed a difference. So I'm hoping it continues and I'm going to continue to try and use it. Um, but let's dive into let's dive into the reasons dogs are scared of fireworks. Um, the first one is they're loud. They're loud. Uh, most fireworks make some kind of loud sound. Um, and I think the, the biggest thing with this loud sound is a lot of times it's not, it's not predictable for one. And that's kind of the next thing, but it's, it's not predictable and they can't hone in exactly where that noise came from. It came from the sky. It comes from like, if you hear thunder, you can almost hear it rolling and then boom, and then it travels away. So the sound isn't, isn't like if someone's in your yard screaming or even shoots a gun or does something, your dog can go, that's where the noise came from. But with thunder, it's everywhere. So it's just super loud. And like I said, it's unpredictable. They never know when it's going to happen. Now, sometimes dogs get really keened into when they see that lightning flash. Then they're like, oh, okay, it's going to come. It doesn't mean they're better. It just means they understand it's coming. And now all of a sudden, lightning is kind of a trigger for them. Um, They might feel like it poses a threat. Because it's unpredictable, it's loud, it makes them... It makes them jump. Startling anything like that can easily trigger dogs to go into fight or flight. Now, what I find typically when it comes to fireworks, because, again, fireworks are not predictable, they're loud, and they're not really um, locationable, if that's a word. They can't locate it. Dogs go, well, I can't fight something. I don't know what or where it is, so I'm going to run. I'm going to run away. And so flight is a very common reaction to fireworks. It's it's the same with thunder as well, but it's 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 a very common threat uh, or a very common thing with fireworks. It goes boom. Now you could say, well, with fireworks, the dogs see the the light, and yes, to a degree they can see that, and that might actually be more terrifying seeing this big flash and not understanding. But it's still the way the sound travels. Sound travels over the sky, and it's still tough. Plus, Fourth of July depending on where you're at, you're not going to see all of the noises that you're going to be hearing. You're going to be hearing a ton of fireworks all over the place and you won't see over half of them. It's just going to be these loud booms. So, you know, we need to make sure that when it comes to fireworks or just any loud noises, we're being prepared. Um, The fireworks make dogs feel trapped, right? Um, like Independence Day, you know, so the noise triggers your dog, the fight or flight response, like we talked about. He will try to run from the threat. Um, unfortunately, there's really no escape from it because as the dog continues to run, that noise continues to follow them. So now the dog says, holy crap, I can't escape this. I'm going to continue to run. And it puts them into this like panic. And even a dog who typically has a good recall or who typically listens very well to you suddenly just can't because they're in such a fear, fear state. If you listen to the podcast that are the episode I did a couple times ago that talked about stress, this is where it really comes into play. You've got that firework going boom and now your dog suddenly is in fight or flight. And when they're in that flight mode and they're trying to run away, the only thing they care about is getting away. 
They don't care about listening. They don't care about eating. They don't care about breeding. They don't care about nothing. They care about escaping, surviving. And so we need to really start to understand this. So how do we keep our dogs safe during fireworks? And I mean, you could, like I said, you might even hear me say thunderstorms. Um, but it's all, in my, in my opinion, it's all the same. Keep them inside. So remember I said, and I'm going to kind of ducktail for a second here, but remember when I talked about, I have friends that are veterans that actually do suffer for a little bit from PTSD from uh, with loud noises like fireworks and stuff. Well, they have plans. They have a plan. So typically, 4th of July, they put on some noise-canceling headphones or, or they do something like that. They have ways to help cope with this, to help them to not necessarily overcome, but to get through it. Um, and so... Although I feel for them, again, I feel for them, but I talked to I talked to a lot of veterans and they're like, well, we don't want them to stop shooting fireworks. That's that's a freedom that we want them to be able to continue to practice. But they just have to make sure that they have a plan. Well, for dogs, it's the same thing. You have to make sure you have a plan. You cannot just go, well, I'm mad at the people who light fireworks off, but not then back it up with saying, and here's what I'm doing to try and help my dog overcome this. We cannot just sit there and go, my dog's scared of fireworks, don't like fireworks, unless you're, you know, absolutely working on it. So the first thing is keep them inside. To me, this seems really obvious, but once we start getting close to dark, and I, I kind of see this as like Halloween, right? So in Halloween, typically you wait till almost dark or so to start going out trick-or-treating. Well, I guess I don't do it anymore. Uh, I'm a bit old for that, um, but, you know, with kids and stuff, real close to dark, you start seeing kids popping out. However... You do have a couple of those young kids and stuff that go a little earlier, not quite before dark or not right at dark, but just a little bit before. So you always want to make sure, well, I got my bowl of candy ready to go just in case somebody comes early. Well, it's the same with dogs. So on 4th of July or that, to me, I treat the 4th of July regardless. I think this year it falls on a Monday. I'm talking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Those are the days where I am going to put my plan in action and be very very diligent on keeping my dog safe. So inside, keeping them inside, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to potty you and play with you um, till an hour or two before dark. And then we're going to go inside. Now, if you have to potty and and I keep them inside until probably close to 11 o'clock or so, like where we are, 10 o'clock is usually when the fireworks start to go off. And then by about 11 o'clock, things start to taper down. Um, so it's about an hour or so. You'll still get your stragglers. You'll get some that, that go early, like I mentioned before, and you'll have some that go a little bit later. But for the most part, 10 to 11 is about that time. Um, and I'll just keep my dog inside. If I need to potty them, I'm going to have them on. I personally put the dogs on a no-slip collar to make sure they can't back out or panic out of a collar. Um, some sort of collar that's not going to fail on them. I bring them out to potty them if I have to. Otherwise, if your dog can hold it, I just say, hold it, buddy. We're going to just hang out in here, and you're going to be fine. Um, I do not take my dog to fireworks. I do not take my dog to events where there's going to be fireworks because, again, if you're outside and you're watching the fireworks and your dog's panicking, how much are you really paying attention to what your dog is doing, A? B, your dog could quickly make a, a quick pull move and gone. You'd be surprised how many dogs are found that run away that time of year that are dragging their leashes. Well, they're dragging their leashes because the owner either had them tied up to a chair or something and the dog broke through it because they panicked and just smashed or they slipped out of the owner's hand or the kid's hand because the owners gave the parents gave the kids the leash which 
I disagree with, but either way, keep them inside, keep them safe. Uh, create a safe place for them. Now, I know I know, safe space and all that stuff has kind of become a very politicized or, or whatever term, but I do think it has a place. So having a safe space for your dog. When I say safe space, I mean like for us, it's it's our boarding room. It's our dog room. We have uh, – it's a lower level, so it's a slightly quieter with that. We have the radio going. We have fan on. We have any noise that we need. And we have the blinds closed, so they're not going to be seeing any flashes or anything. So we have a space that's safe for them. If your dog can be crated, this is a great time to crate your dog because, and, and even covering the crate because that's going to give your dog that sense of, of, of like a hiding spot. And a lot of times when dogs are afraid, they want to get away and they just want to hide from it. So you want to do that. Um, I mentioned giving them the, the CBD chews or some sort of medication if they need it. Um, also trying like certain vests and things uh thunder shirt makes something that i i know some people have had success with um it's always worth giving that a try certainly i try a lot of these things like i'll try a safe space i'll try keeping them inside i'll, I'll try the wraps i'll try desensitizing which i'm gonna talk about next um i try all that before i try meds just because i'm not a huge fan of using prescription medications like that or like the harder medications like that to dope the dog to get them through something but if they absolutely need it i am not opposed to it I just try to do everything as natural as I can before I throw drugs at it. Um, But yeah, so desensitizing them. Start working with your dog July 5th. You should have been. Now we're at June 15th, 16th, depending on when you're listening to this. And we're getting to the point now or we're at the point now where it's too late to make a huge impact. But you can still start to train. Desensitizing your dog. Try to turn something that would normally scare them into something that might now start to be perceived as fun, right? Desensitizing, counter conditioning. Uh, uh, with Luda, what I was doing with him is anytime there was a thunderstorm, we'd play with a toy and we'd tug. So it's it's allowing him to kind of. I don't think it's him going into fight or flight, and I'm allowing him to fight, but it's giving him that energy output of like tug on this, play with this, drive this into me. Hey, let's have a good time tugging and doing this stuff. It's a way for him to release that stress and anxiety through the toy, like, and and it it helps calm him down. For some dogs who aren't intense in play like my dog is, using something like food, throwing some treats around the room, doing very light, simple, obedient stuff. Sit, here's a treat, good job, okay, go get that treat, okay, come to me, eat this treat. All of this inside your house, obviously, but doing this to kind of help switch the way their brain is perceiving the situation. You know, you're going to have some breeds who are just more susceptible to this to this anxiety and stuff but we want to do our best to try to minimize it Um, but of course not all dogs are afraid of fireworks you know but what i always tell people i always tell people is is you want to look at your dog all right so so let's just say you're like no my dog's not afraid dogs can be afraid without showing they're afraid Uh, it's like pain right a dog could be in pretty severe pain or have a pretty bad internal injury of some kind and you're really not going to see a lot they're very stoic about it and i feel like with fear sometimes that can happen with dogs as well but you're looking for wide eyes tail drop tail that normally is wagging is no longer wagging ears flagged backwards heavy panting cowering ears flagged back like there's so many things that you could look at your dog and go even though they're not trying to run away even though they're not barking even though they're not freaking out you can get these subtle signs and in my opinion Anytime something like this comes up, whether it's fireworks or thunderstorms or whatever, I'm quick to go, I don't care if 
I think you're bulletproof or not, I'm going to play with you and just continue. Might as well. If your dog is good with thunderstorms and stuff, I'm just going to continue to make sure you are because you can never have it too good. Like Luda up until July 19th, he was fine as 2019. He was fine with fireworks. He was fine with thunder. And we had done a lot of training. But just as as good as he was, he lost that ability super fast because of one big event. Now, maybe I could have done more training before that, and I maybe should have. But he was very good. He was what I almost considered bulletproof when it came to these noises. And then suddenly after one big traumatic event, which without it's not that surprising, he wasn't good with it. So work with them. Even if your dog is good, try to play these games. You can never have a dog. I've never heard anybody say, my dog is too good when fireworks are being lit off. Or my dog is too good when there's thunder. Or my dog is too good at really anything. Like, what's wrong with overtraining slightly? What's wrong with... with putting in more work than than typical um i think it's fine so guys that is it for this week make sure you get out there and make sure you're coming up with a plan on what to do don't just jump on facebook and and yell at people for lighting off fireworks that's something that people do every year and it doesn't really get anywhere sometimes i feel like it has the opposite effect the more you complain the more people are going to do it so instead i'd rather be like you know what I'm going to create something that I'm going to work towards maybe not having to complain about it, not have to worry about it. I'm going to work with my dog. I'm going to have a plan, and I'm going to have a plan for not only what's going to happen when it happens, when the big booms happen, but I'm going to have a plan on how I can maybe help my dog get over this a little bit faster if it's possible. So, guys, spread this for your friends. Let's let's help people. Instead of complaining, let's get working on stuff. If you need help with this, you can certainly reach out to us for a one-on-one. We are more than willing and able to help you um, create a plan on what you can do to help build and get your dog um, to to be more better with uh, fireworks, with thunder, whatever. So you can go on to ondogtrainingacademy.com. You can schedule and pick your time for a one-on-one session. We are here for you guys to help you. And guys, thank you for listening. It's always fun to do these episodes. Um, And guys, of course, until next time. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I'll just say, we'll see you guys next week.